guys, how are you? Today is Monday, 24th of June. It's the day after Origin 2. And I'm recording, to, I'm coming to you live. I'm coming to you live. Um, from my car. So I apologise for any of the sound effects, but chances are it's probably the windscreen wiper. Uh, could be a little bit of aircon indication. Um, much love for your patience and and maybe a little bit of breakfast sound effects, but I'll try and keep that to a bit. Have you noticed sometimes when it's raining or it's wet, Sydney traffic goes to shit? Has anyone noticed that? Let it check. You know? I'm not the best driver. I'll give you that. Oh. But just my idea of driving or how I sort of drive or uh, philosophy or motif or whatever the word is, is just courtesy, common courtesy, being aware of your surroundings and watching the play. I, I like to compare it to like Darren Lockyer, watch the play, watch what's in front of you, see what's in front of you, let the decisions around you make your decision or help with your decision. Anyway, as you can tell, it's probably raining as you're listening to this, or it's raining as I'm recording. Last night, Craig came from New South Wales. <coughs> a lot of apologies are owed to Brad Fitler, I'd say. Definitely from me. Um, he had a philosophy. He had, no, sorry, sorry, he had a method to his madness. I mean, that's how Brett Finch sort of summed it up. There's a method to Freddy's madness. And um, and the blues, they, they were a sudden death area for the blues, so and they showed that. Gus has hit the nail on the head though last night. It's how we back bounce after a win that counts. How we handle it both uh, post-match, during the match, and then leading into the next game. You know what I mean? We've got to handle those wins. Thoughts of the game last night, Saifiti. I owe him an apology. I thought he was going to get a lesson of representative football. I think he may have only played around that 40 minute mark. I haven't checked his stats, but quality, quality minutes. Quality minutes from Saifiti. Uh, handled his own. Uh, term, Jake Chaboyevich, he got better than the match, but massive improvement from game one. Massive improvement. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jake Chaboyevich. He almost played the 80. I wasn't quite sure why they took him off, to be honest. He was there. They could have just given him that 80 minute, minute stint, but no, no, they took him off. That's right. Uh, so to start the game for the New South Wales middles, we had Sofiti, Fanukin, 
and Trebojevic. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. But our backs, James Maloney had him singing. Had him singing. Blake Ferguson. Where was he in game one? You wonder why he wasn't picked in game one. You wonder why James Maloney wasn't picked in game one. But anyway, they were picked in game two. And they did a fantastic job. The way that I probably looked at every individual performance was what you would have asked of them. What you could go and say, this is what I want you to do. You know, and, and then the, the player responds with, this is the maximum I can give you. I reckon they were there or thereabouts on the best performance you could have asked of any of those players for New South Wales last night. Queensland, they're a bit off the mark. It wasn't sudden death for them. Um, they'll be a hell of a lot better in game three. Due to the game being sudden death, the whole ball game changes for yourself, for your team, as in, in your motivation. Once the game becomes sudden death, and game three will be on. Uh, Jairo may be back, may not be. I'm not sure about his uh, time out, time out, his recovery time, or whatever they call it these days. Um, and yeah, Jairo Ngoi, I, I don't think. I think Jared Wallace is a bit off the pace, you know, he has this, you know, this macho bravado and he, he carries on like he's really, really good at him. He is really, really good. But I think he's a, a, a notch down from those origin forwards that they had throughout their dynasty. And maybe he's just a little bit slower, just that touch slower. Um, and he doesn't have the same effect at that origin level as well, he does at first grade level, but also as past origin forwards have. And I'm thinking of the likes of Nate Miles, Matt Scott, Sam Thardy, Corey Parker. Uh, who else? Even Dave Shillington. Remember Dave Shillington? <coughs> he just did his job. He just did his job. He was a handful for the New South Wales players. But Jared, Jared Wallace seems to be containable. Even Tim Glasby seems to be containable. I feel as though you can only have either Jared Wallace or Tim Glasby. But you can't have both of them in your side. You need a little bit more grunt. You need a little bit more... Fizzazz. 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 Fizzazz? Yeah. A little bit more fizzazz. Oh, she's raining, girl. Oh, she's raining, girl. Uh, yeah, to make it a bit more difficult, like we've got Cam, Cam Murray. He's not as up and down as Jared Wallace. Do you know what I mean? And Tim Glasby and Jared Wallace, they're both up and down. You don't want two up and down players coming off the bench. You need a little bit of pizzazz, as they say. Josh Papali was, wasn't as good as he was in game one, but they were all great in Queensland in game one. But he was still solid. Um, but Freddie did a great job at camp, I'd say. He, he managed to get them all on the same page. They all were striving for the for the one goal. They had a lot of confidence and belief in themselves. Maloney, Jimmy Wins, I think they were calling him, or he calls himself. He was, he just had them where he needed them. And he's, he is the halfback. They can play second fiddle if necessary. But 
for New South Wales, we need to win that number seven jersey. So let's ask the question. Does that mean Cleary comes back and he plays as the other half? He might wear seven, he might not, but does Cleary, if Cleary's fit, I think he does play. But the question I want to ask you, if Cleary is unfit, who partners Maloney in the halves? A couple of options. There's Wade Graham. He partnered in this game, in the second half. There's Jack Warden. There's Latrell Mitchell. There's Mitchell Pease. Now, now let's explore. Oh, I can't see them going Wade Graham. So we can, we'll explore who the, who the options. Wade Graham. Wade Graham goes to six. I think we're just bringing another back, or another forward onto the bench. It could be Payne Huss if he's fit. Uh, it could be Angus Crowder, lock for lock. Not really lock for lock, but back row for back row. Uh, could be another front row, depending on who's fit. Clibber could be back. Could put Clibber into the starting side for Saifini to the bench. That's if we go the way great. But I don't think we're going to do that. I don't think you can pick a forward to start at six. You can fill it at six, but I, I, would, I wouldn't suggest picking him at six. Uh, because there's a lot of other halves out there. So then there's Jack Warden. Jack Warden moves into the sixth position. White Graham goes back to the bench. Do we bring back Latrell? Do we bring back Josh Morris? Do we bring in Croker? <coughs> there's a few options there if we go with Warden. I like Warden going to six. And um, Latrell. In it, in it center. That's what I like. I was very disappointed in him play in game two. But wasn't Wyden brilliant? The inside New South Wales side was brilliant. But wasn't Wyden brilliant? He showed why Freddie was confident in picking him. And not selecting Mitchell. And keeping his standards. One thing I thought about when, when Freddie was going this way, I thought, oh, you know, you need a, you need a little bit of that uh, discretion in, in certain areas. And, and I thought back to that time when he was coaching the Roosters and they, they were banned from the cross. They were banned from the cross and they were barred from drinking. I can't remember whether it was on the day, like after the game, or they were banned from drinking during the week. Or something like that. Now, those drinking, sort of putting a self ban on the drinking, I think is positive and beneficial. But a blanket ban from the coach over people's rights, I think it has negative impact. In, a, in this this uh, this hard line, this line this end that he drew with Mitchell, I thought may have, may have been a little bit too far. And we've seen Freddie go a little bit too far before. But how wrong I was. And how gratefully wrong I am. I love it when New South Wales wins. I'm sure every New South Wales fan loves it when New South Wales wins. And didn't they put on a show last night? And let up. What about Turbo and Teddy? <coughs> Two fullbacks. 
That's a new way of playing the game. You know, when you have a player of Turbo's abilities and talents, you don't want him just on one side of the field. And I always feel as though if you sort of pull one of your markers out or your targets out from the, out wide, well, your center, I felt if the center was going to come in off this, in, in off that, that position there, it allows you to plug in through the middle, but it, it actually doesn't. I was trying to think how you got to structure, you still need to keep your width as a defensive side, even if that center isn't there. They had Blake Ferguson on that side. But Turbo, just especially when we got into, so essentially it was scooting out of WHL, taking hit-ups coming out of our own half. We got into the try line. He was through the middle of the field. In their half of the field, he was playing through the middle. Support playing, sniffing around the middle. Um, and, you know, we may have scored a few long-range tries. But, yeah, that just shows how much space there was. And, and how much we were actually cutting them up. Now, there's a couple of times in the first game where we managed to cut them up when we didn't make them pay. And I felt as though that was James Maloney. But James Maloney wasn't even there this time in, in that support play. Maybe he was, but he wasn't the one picking it up or catching it. It was Teddy and, and Turbo. And they were fantastic. What about that try where Teddy scored, scoots out of WR? Um, who did he catch? Who he got on the outside of Morgan? But there was no turbo out there. So he literally just scooted. And then found a made a break. Back inside to, to Turbo. Turbo man. Such a great player. I I think he's better than Tedesco, man. Maybe I could be saying that to sort of remove the pressure from Tedesco, because I'm a big Tedesco fan and he plays to the Roosters. Or if you fucking look at what Turbo does, he's an absolute machine. He's unstoppable. It looks like he's playing in a grade below and he's playing state of origin footy. Um, and so yeah, when he was playing, when he was picked at centre, I was just worried that he wasn't able to come into the, into the middle of the field. I thought he was going to get more freedom from the wing. <laughs> hey, but who are they? What the fuck? No, I Freddie said, do what the hell you like. Turbo was going to hang out. What, mate? He was the fucking ball. And so he went and did a spade. And that's the best way to play your rugby league, mate. It's just go and do your thing. Go and do your thing. Tyson Frizzell was an improvement from game one. It, it almost felt as though Turbo and Frizzell had something to prove. Defensively in game one, they were there. They weren't like that... Uh, they, weren't, they didn't have that aggression that Queensland have, but offensively they, they were blown off the park and, and they didn't really get a chance sniffing that second half until late. But the, in this game, we were just too explosive for them. And that, that could have been the fact that we had an extra two, two solid carries when we implement Turbo and Ferguson. And that's something that Latrell doesn't do. He doesn't really do those tough carries coming out of your own half or in that 20 meter zone in your own, you know, danger zone, whatever they want to call it. You don't see Mitchell too often charging it back. Like he's very, very effective and he's such an integral part of the Roosters side. And even New South Wales moving forward, we probably will need it for game three. But if there's a knock on his game, it's he doesn't get in there and do those tough carries like Turbo does. 
like Ferguson does. And by adding those two to our side, it just relieved a little bit of pressure from our forwards. It allowed it allowed us to still go with two two smaller forwards. We, we played still pretty small. We only had Saifiti and uh, Vaughan out there. We never had them out there at the same time. And so that allowed us to play that turbo for Nukin. Actually, Stibbs went through the middle. So he was a bigger body, I suppose, and a bigger size. He wasn't that small middle. But then, as well as that, he's got that footwork. He plays on the edge. He's got that speed. And he, that's probably... He didn't play big minutes, but the standard wise, and, and he didn't drop in, in the intensity once he came on. He, he wasn't a, he, he didn't he didn't slow us down. Or New South Wales down. Uh, Cam Murray came on in the second half, I think, and again his fast feet. He didn't get as many minutes as he did in the first game, but his fast feet were as effective, and, and he'll be better again. And he was good. Again, he didn't play those big minutes, so it's hard to really have that big impact. But uh, Turbo. Took a large chunk of the minutes and he had a very big impact. Saifiti was great while he was on and, and you, you couldn't have asked for anything more from a de debutant front rower who's up against the likes of Josh Maguire, Dylan Napa, Josh Papali'i. Uh, yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game for the New South Wales sides. And we just need to bottle it, really. We need to make sure that we can get that going into game three. Uh, Freddie, you know, is the genius. Is, is, it, was, it, was, it was going to go one, or the other, one way or the other. It wasn't going to be no middle ground with these selections that he's gone with. Seven changes. Five of them, two of them were forced. Clemmer and, and Pass were out. So if they're fit, do they come straight back in? I think. Clemmer comes straight back in. Um, it, it, it depends on it depends on Cleary whether we're going to go and play us and Wayne Graham at six and all that kind of stuff. But you know the series is alive. The series is alive. But yes, uh, I do have questions. The questions that I want to ask everyone is if Cleary isn't fit. Now he may very well be fit, so it's a, it's a redundant question. But if Cleary isn't fit, who partners Baloney? in the halves and, and how does it all work out so anyway thank you for listening thank you for putting up with the sound effects that I have going uh, you know like subscribe share follow tell your mate tell our mates mate um, also don't forget to download the app it's called Anchor it's free you can do your own podcast if you wanted to do your own podcast, but you're actually able to ask me questions. We can interact together, backwards and forwards. You ask me questions, I ask you questions, and I can put it on the show. Um, but anyway, that's it for today. Peace. We out of here.